0: Welcome to the Harvard EdCast, a series of conversations with thought leaders in the field of education from across the country and around the world. I'm your host, Matt Weber, and today we focus our attention on literacy and how to improve literacy instruction. We like to be on the cutting edge here at the EdCast of sharing new EdTech with our listeners. And so today we've brought in the Chief Strategy Officer for Lightsail Ed. Her name is Jessica Marshall. She's here to explain how Lightsail Ed is revolutionizing literacy instruction. But what is Lightsail Ed, you ask? Well, a recent Wall Street Journal blog mentioned, quote, Lightsail is one of the few ed tech companies focused on future word nerds. Our conversation with Jessica on exactly what that means.
1: Well, I think what the Wall Street Journal was getting at is that Lightsail really believes that we're inaugurating a reading renaissance. Uh, To just give you a little context, we think that the educational crisis, if you want to call it that, is really at its most fundamental uh, crisis of efficacy in literacy instruction. We've got two thirds of all eighth graders. at below proficiency in reading and that means that they're not on track to be college ready and these kids don't get direct literacy instruction from that point on. We're squandering these kids' education and it's all the more frustrating because we've known for over a decade since the National Reading Panel came out with its findings in 2000 what makes for effective literacy instruction. It involves complex texts and time to read them, uh, training in active reading, uh, fast feedback from teachers and data to drive differentiated instruction but today's teachers just don't have time they don't have the books they don't have the tools they need so <clears throat> to get to your point light is about making best practices scalable so what we did initially was we looked for a way to use tablets and digital technology to support best practices. So we went in and spoke with teachers at a high-performing charter school and asked them what they needed. And they said these are teachers who actually had time assigned for reading, they had a decent uh, book collection, which is not the case most places, and they said what they needed was some way to figure out how their kids were doing as they read. They were only able to assess their kids every six weeks. They would pull them out of the classroom, spend 30 minutes with each kid assessing their comprehension level, and what teachers said they found was that often the kids were reading below their comprehension level, so they were losing time because they weren't being challenged, or they had been saddled with a book that was way beyond their capability during that time. So, again, six weeks squandered, plus all that direct instructional time lost to these one-on-one assessments. We immediately knew that we could use E books and embed uh, assessments in them so that teachers would be able to know where kids were, kids would be able to automatically be given books that were challenging to them, and we give schools back all that instruction time. It, it ends up being hundreds and hundreds of hours of, of direct instruction time. But uh, through a collaborative design process, so we had master teachers working with engineers and entrepreneurs, we found that we were able to combine all four of those those best practices on a tablet. So LightSail now has a library of over 18,000 books from the top publishers, really great meaty books that turn kids into passionate readers. Mm -hmm. We have embedded assessments provided by uh, MetaMetrics. They're the ones who created the Lexile measure. We also have uh, master teacher created assessments that help kids practice common core related skills, really college ready skills. And we have fast feedback tools. So when a kid takes a note in an e-book, the teacher sees it immediately, just like on their Facebook page, Mm -hmm. and they can respond back. And teachers have said, now I'm Facebook friends with my kids, but they're talking about books. And then finally, we provide data, not just for teachers and school leaders, but for kids, so we build their stamina. So the word nerds that uh, the Wall Street Journal so amusingly referred to are really passionate readers. That's what we believe that the disruption people have been talking about we think it's a paradigm shift. What we're doing is bringing books back into the classroom after four decades of of simplified textbooks that there's a great quote by Marilyn Adams, the cognitive psychologist. She said, the headline ought to be kids, sorry, students and SAT scores sabotaged by textbooks. And she said there should be an exclamation point after it because the textbook industry has simplified their materials year after year to the point where Twelfth graders are now reading books written at an eighth-grade comprehension level, so no wonder kids get to college and and need remedial work. So that's that's in a nutshell, a rather large nutshell. What the Wall Street Journal was getting at.
0: Tell us a little bit about the actual interaction between the light cell technology and the student and teacher experience. Let's say light cell comes into the classroom. Um, what form does it take place in, and how is it integrated into the curriculum? What's really great about tablets is
1: that they are. Students are already native in tablets, so when a teacher gets Light sale loaded onto their iPad, they distribute iPads to each of their students, and students immediately, you could see we, we did an alpha this summer uh, with kids who'd failed during the year, so we had fifth graders who'd failed, eighth graders, kids in high school. They would be slumped in their chair, the, kid would, the teachers would pass out iPads, suddenly kids are sitting up, they're moving like wildfire on the iPad, they're immediately fluent, And then, once they pick their book out on LightSail, so the kids get a a rich library, again, driven by their comprehension level and their interests, the kids get to choose, which already motivates them to grapple with more complex texts, and then they're silent. Mm -hmm. And the teachers said, uh, universally, the kids were reading more and writing more. There was even a story of this one student who was notorious for doing nothing in fifth grade, who asked that he could take LightSail to lunch over and over again. So here's this kid immersed in the joy of reading and engaging with his teacher about his reading in the book. It just it brings tears to your eyes. It literally
0: does. It's it's a wonderful thing. So so that's kind of how it works in, in the day to day classrooms and, and the importance of data in this whole process. I mean, what is being distilled down from that data. Is it is the, the students and the teachers both benefit from data, but in what capacity is Lexile collecting data to help improve literacy?
1: So we're really looking at three things. The Lexile measure. So we, because Lexile has been collecting data, or MetaMetrics has been collecting data for the last three decades, they're able to forecast where for a kid. A certain Lexile measure in a certain grade will be at the end of the year, based on average predicted growth. We're looking to increase that growth by one and a half times. So a kid and the uh, teacher sees whether the, the student is on target to meet their grade level goals or not. And then if they're not, everyone knows they got to up their game. Uh, we're also collecting students' progress toward common core uh, fluency. So the, the teachers get to see every time a student takes a multiple choice uh, question or fills out a short response how they're doing. that short responses are graded by the teachers, but they're graded blinds, and their teachers are given exemplars of, of answers at each level. Mm-hmm. So again, all this feeds into a very easy to interpret uh, uh, data dashboard. And then finally, school leaders can see whether teachers are giving te- uh, students the amount of feedback they need to be successful, whether they're having the kinds of conferences, because uh, all the conference data, teachers use the Light Cell interface that has the kids' current data, has what they're reading. They take their conference notes in this uh, template. The goals they establish with their student goes through the student dashboard. Uh, and then the, the leader can make sure that teachers are actually meeting with students uh, and again, providing the one-on-one relationship building that really ensures success in the classroom.
0: Where is LightSail right now in terms of school districts? Is it is it district-wide in certain cities? Is it specific schools? What is your sort of scalability across the country and beyond?
1: <laughs> so these are the very early uh, days for LightSail. We had our Alpha this summer in uh, New York City public schools, uh, now we're running a pilot with a middle school quality initiative in New York City, so we're working with about 2,000 students. We're also in a smattering of, of charter schools and, and other schools in New York City. And then we are planning to roll out to about 30,000 at the beginning of the year with some of the top charter networks. Uh, we're hoping to work with KIPP and Uncommon and a lot of other really extraordinary schools who have uh, Dave Levin, you know, who the sainted founder of, of KIPP, said that LightSail was the holy grail of literacy. That was a really good day for us. That's a great quote for you guys. (laughs) We're having T-shirts made up. Uh, So we see our growth proceeding at this rate, 100,000 in the 2014-15 school year. And at the same time, we're building out our library. So right now we're focused on ELA, having informational and literature texts, as the Common Core calls them, uh, right now, our chief academic officer, our CEO, is uh, in, uh, in Seattle working with Steven Delecchio who created Appendix B of the Common mm-hmm. Core to build a social studies and science collection. Again,
0: LightSail sh- can
1: be in any class where reading comprehension is critical.
0: And we like to kind of focus on not just the organization, but the individual yourself. How, <laughs> how you got involved in this sort of line of work? Why education? Why ed tech? And um, and, and what is the, what is in the future for yourself in the strategy side of things for for Lightspeed. Uh
1: Well, for someone who's had a strategy, my own development was extremely unstrategic. Uh, I came to Harvard, you know, meaning to be uh, an avatar of social justice, and then I ended up basically ha- majoring in the Harvard Lampoon. Then I came back for a doctorate and. Uh, after getting my degree, went and worked for entertainment websites. Okay. So the third time, though, was really the charm. I had started uh, an educational publishing company, and I became aware of the data coming out of No Child Left Behind. It, say what you will, they collected extraordinary data that showed that effective teachers could close the achievement gap, that they could reverse the effects of poverty. And it was like love at first. So- I knew what I want, needed to do with my life was to support educators who were doing this work, that there was nothing more important. So I spent some time working with teachers uh, and trying to figure out how I could be most useful, and I was extraordinarily lucky to meet Gideon Stein, who was a a successful uh, technology entrepreneur who had done a lot of work in education. And he pulled together the the, the group that has designed light cells. So I just feel incredibly lucky.
0: It's it sounds like it's just at the 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 sunrise of a of a fantastic organization and that's just going to help so many people across the country. Where can people learn more about lightsail? And how can they get involved? If they are liking what they hear, <laughs> if you've sold them on this idea in 10 minutes, how can us. they get involved? <laughs>
1: our our website is lightsailed, so lightsailed.com. You can learn more about lightsail. We've got several videos there. And uh, you can write to us directly there. You can write to me directly, Jessica M. We have several Jessicas on the staff. Jessica M. at LightCellEd.com. And we're really looking for teachers to join us in this work. Uh, Teachers, it's been said before, but it it just can't can't be said enough that teachers are the most important uh, innovators
0: and drivers of progress in this country, and we're here for them. Jessica Marshall, Chief Strategy Officer for LightSill Ed. Uh, What a joy. Thanks for coming coming up to uh, Cambridge and doing this EdCast. Such a pleasure. Thanks, Matt. This has been the Harvard EdCast, a production of the Harvard Graduate School of Education. I'm your host, Matt Weber. Thank you kindly for listening. The Harvard Graduate School of Education, working at the nexus of practice, policy, and research.